podcast was good. Thank you all so much for listening. I have some very, very good news. I now have a hub for every piece of content I release. You will not want to miss out on this. So go to YouTube right now, search Hampton Hoops, and subscribe to never miss a beat. Now let's get into today's show. Let's get it. What's up? What's up, Bryce? How you doing, my guy? Good, man. How are you, my guy? I'm good. It's good seeing you again. I hope you had a great weekend, but we have so much to get into with ranking these top five Western Conference teams. LeBron James, you as a Lakers fan, I can't wait to hear your opinion on what he should do with the extension. But first, we're going to touch on a little bit of yesterday's news. Trey and I had an entire video about Kevin Durant going to the owner and saying that if you want to keep me, you have to fire the general manager and the coach, Steve Nash. So, Bryce, just to kick us off, I just want to get your opinion on this whole situation because as a friend of yours, I, I, I just, I've been wanting to hear this. So, for me, oh, that's a big ass. He's a GM and the coach. Like, mm-hmm. that's half of your um, upper management. Like, Jesus, that's that's a lot to ask for, for, <laughs> for an organization to basically destroy what ha- keeps y'all going through the year. He signs the players. He coaches up the teams to playoffs, maybe even championship. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's a big ass. Um, if – if the Nets really want to keep KD, that I feel like you—that's what you have to do. But that's yeah, huge. yeah, for sure, bro. I feel like he's a man of his word, just like you said. And my thing is, like, just because he set an ultimatum doesn't mean I have to abide by it. Like, if, if I'm the owner, I, I was telling Trey this yesterday. I would do the. I mean, I'd stick with the same thing. I'd trade him. I mean, he's put your franchise where it's at right now, you're still trying to recover from the James Harden trade. It's just, I'd get picks. I feel like there's still a team out there. And to be honest, I'd take the Celtics deal, even if they didn't throw Marcus Smart in there. I would just take something so you don't go into training camp with a player that's like, with a player's like, oh yeah, I called for my coach's job that's literally giving us a speech right now. Oh, the general manager that's literally watching us on the sideline. Yeah, I wanted him fired too. And like, can you imagine how uncomfortable that's going to be? Like, that's crazy to me, man. Yeah, that that is very crazy. Honestly, I I have no idea what they're going to do in the future, but Mm -hmm. I feel like for them to win a championship, they're going to have to pick either or and my bets, it'd probably be KD just because how big of an impact he makes on that team. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I don't know what they're going to do. My dad asked me today, he was like, what do you think they're going to do? I was like, dude, it's good for business for me to like make like certain comments like, you know, that I'm like super positive about something's going to happen that's up in the air. This, I, I'm just telling I have no idea, dad. Like I, I <laughs> literally have never seen anything like this in the history of the NBA. The only thing I know for certain that this is the best example in the history of basketball or of any sport for that matter of handing the keys to the players. You yeah. cannot hand the franchise to the players. People get paid for that in the front office. That's yeah. their job. And that's what they have experience in the players. You don't have, you know, guys in suits running down to the gym, you know, throwing a pair of basketball shorts on and trying to teach the players how to play. It's just, you know, it's just like you keep shit separate. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, I I have no idea what they're going to do. It's going to be a big move and this will keep the free agency and the off season. Everyone's eyes going to be wide open looking to see what happens for sure. 
Oh, facts. And I, I saw a meme the other day of like every time, like there's like a dead of all season. It's like KD just like, <laughs> like completely like shatters everything. But yeah, it's so funny, man. Yeah. Anyways, let's move into your favorite team, Bryce. Yeah. Um. So last week, LeBron James became eligible for an extension on Thursday. That extension would be two years, 97 million with the Lakers. Um, they had a productive conversation, apparently. I just wanted to hear what you had to say if you were in LeBron's shoes, if you're in the Lakers' shoes. What would you do if you're LeBron in the Lakers? Honestly, if I'm him, I'm staying. They they have a great organization. They have the money, and they have everything and means for them to go get people. Mm. The thing is, you have to be able to attract the right talent there and be able to build around them. Mm -hmm. I'm all for LeBron staying because we've won a championship no matter what anybody else says we won a championship with him exactly. and, and a healthy AD and a healthy LeBron we can end up back there who knows but yeah um I, I really want him to stay and I feel like it, it you know I wouldn't say it's his best interest but it's kind of is his best interest to stay and um play it out and see what happens I can I definitely see where you're coming from because if you want to look at the bright side, everyone's looked at, hey, they don't have a pick till 2027. You know, they their money situation. But if you can just hang on for this year, I yeah. don't think they're gonna be contending this year. If you can just hang on for one more year, Russell Westbrook's contract is up after this year. That's 47 million dollars off the books. So you can really build around LeBron and AD. Yes, it's another year for LeBron James, an aging guy, but I don't care. I think LeBron's still going to be great in two years. And I think Anthony Davis yeah. can very much be that as well. Yeah. Uh, all we need is AD to be healthy. Mm. With AD healthy, we're a championship contending team, top team in the West for sure. Mm -hmm. But our division is very hard, I would say that. But other than that, like, we have a chance to win a championship in the next three years for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, one more thing before we get into these – Rankings, Bryce, you uh, you're talking about that question and prep, so I'm gonna let you uh get that one off. All right, I have five matchups. I would say, you know those um how Bleacher Reports do they those videos where they grab two players from um each um universe, I guess, or each era, and have them matching up. Mm -hmm. This is basically my spin on it. So my first one is who who are you picking prime for prime, KG or Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, big fundamental, man. I got to go. And, and he's got the championships, too. I love KG. I love everything about him. But it's just about the greatness for Tim Duncan. Who are you taking, yeah. bro? Oh, I love an athletic big who can spread the floor. So I'm going to have to take K KG for sure. I can't even hate on that, bro. Nope. Big ticket. He was in Minnesota. He was that guy. And when he left, he was still that guy. Mm -hmm. But he's an MVP. K um. Tim Duncan's also MVP, but still, yeah. but his MVP season was fired. Him and oh. Stephon Marbury, oh great God. duo. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to take KG. Stephon okay. Marbury's underrated, by the way. I just got to throw that in there. He was ridiculous. Yeah. I love Stephon Marbury. If, so him and KG had like the same situation where Shaq and Penny had. Now, um, Stephon Marbury, he wanted that big contract after KG, basically. He's the reason why we have a salary cap, basically. Yeah. Or that max contract because he was a young player who got that what what was it ten years one hundred mil, and he basically um he's the reason why we have a salary cap, other than um 
what baseball baseball well baseball has a salary cap but it, their salary cap's ridiculous it's like exactly. super high but yeah, yeah. But baseball money that's that, that's that's outer yeah. space for sure yeah because they lately they've been throwing huge contracts for sure oh my god i still can't believe Juan Soto climbed that contract well i guess he got to san diego where he wants to be yeah. so yeah it's crazy man yeah, fifty million a year, and you just said no to that. That's crazy. That's yeah. a Mahomes type of deal, right? Oh there. gosh, oh god. So my second one is Jason Kidd or CP3. Prime for prime. Who you got? I'm going J Kidd, man. Uh, I'm going J Kidd. I, I was having this conversation at work, and bro, Jason Kidd, back when he was in Brooklyn or New Jersey, Wrong. he was. Oh my gosh, he was just disgusting he's a big guard physically he can um defenders put them on his will and just be able to move and he could get a triple double in one half which is unheard of other than like magic johnson where he's like towering over every point guard in the league but yeah jason kidd big guy um he he developed later in his career he developed a three-point shot but that guy was he was just disgusting in brooklyn Absolutely, man. He gets he gets underrated when it comes to like top PGs of all time too. J Kid's up there, man. CP yeah. is too. Don't get me wrong. He's in my top five for sure. Oh yeah, See, Jason Jason I, Kid's wrong. I just don't like Chris Paul. Uh, I don't. Know <laughs> what it is. I don't like that man at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Everyone in the NBA just thinks he's an asshole, but uh, I just don't like him. Heard. I used to feel that way whenever he played for the Clippers. You know, you know, Clippers and Grizzlies history, but like. Yeah. I've came to like appreciate him. Like he's he's a great. He's one of the best point guards of all time. But I, I'm taking J Kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm just taking J Kid. Mm-hmm. All right, um, my third one, which is very controversial, where I work. Right. Are you picking Derrick Rose or Russell Westbrook? Russ, I'm ta- I'm taking Russ. He's an all time triple double leader. I feel like he had a more. If we're going like career as a whole, I'm taking Russ. Like it's a no brainer because I think Russ is a like. He's a Hall of Famer. You yeah. can't not – he's a trip, all-time triple-double king. Like, he he's won MVPs. I know D. Rose is the youngest MVP of all time, but I'm just taking Russell Westbrook because of everything on top of, you know, scoring the basketball and the paint and rebounding assist, everything he does and the energy he gives, I'm taking Russ. Yeah, for me, I was taking Russ too just because his impact on the team, um, mm. he's that glue guy, that heartbeat of a team – He's he has all the hustle points in the game that don't show in the stats, mm-hmm. and he has the stats. Fact. Even though D, D Rose, youngest MVP of all time, he um when he was healthy, he was oh my gosh, he was a monster. He, mm-hmm. Us being from oh you're from Memphis, I I take I claim Memphis a little. You from Memphis, bro? Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, seeing him play with the Tigers and seeing him play with the Bulls, it was just something you have to be there to see mm-hmm. and we living in a time where you can just type in mvp d rose i was watching d rose versus kobe like last week and oh my gosh that man was flying all over the court jump he jumped out the gym like yes. he was a ball of energy that just was waiting to explode for sure oh yeah and d rose there's highlights on highlights on highlights but the thing is russ got them too they're like a 50 point triple double the 2020 20 game like he's just Russ, Russ is different, man, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That, so that was controversial at work, huh? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people saying D-Rose just because 
D Rose, he has that persona around him, like mm-hmm. like Grant Hill and Penny Hardaway, like that what yeah. if factor. Like exactly. what if he was probably his whole career? Like we he would have had probably three MVPs, could have had an NBA championship. That I, I actually really like that Bulls team he played for back in the day. Oh yeah. With Ronnie Brewer, Rip Hamilton, Carlos Boozer, um yes. Noah. They had a nice young team. It yes. kind of reminded me, remind me of um the Grizzlies now. Yeah. They were yeah. they were exciting as hell back in the day too, and they competed for some some East championships. So I just, just Miami and Boston, the East back then. I mean, it was hard getting through, you know, the big three and then the other big three and KG, a guy we just talked about. But yeah, D Rose, the what if factor is definitely there. And also, I feel like probably thrown in there is like people are at an all time low with Russ. I understand it. Like he he had the worst year of his career, but at the same time, I mean, this guy's a Hall of Famer. So yeah, but is is that the last one? I got two more for you, and right. you might like the last one because it's right, two Grizzly greats that you um no no one really talks about them, but they're mm-hmm. two Grizzly greats for sure. Right, so bro. I don't know. Well, we us growing up, we didn't see this player play, mm-hmm. but Larry Bird or KD. Ooh, this one's tough. I I think it's. I think just because the old heads would be screaming at me right now because it's a no-brainer for them. I'm going Larry Bird. Yeah. Just because the amount of championships he has and, like, he stayed on one team, and that that matters to me. And KD, I mean, he's – especially right now, God, he, he looks really, really bad in the public eye. And I think Larry Bird is a stamped all-time great in this game. So I'm going Larry Bird. So, for me, these are probably – the best scores we'll um the league will probably ever see maybe mm-hmm. who knows um Kobe's up there for sure mm-hmm. but um I'm gonna go Ke- Kevin Durant just his versatility being se- a seven footer everyone knows he's a seven footer he doesn't want to say he's one because it means he has to play down low but just the way he can shoot all three ranges in the of the court he can shoot down low he can he has a mid range and that three ball is is nasty. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. You, you can't go wrong there, man. Exactly what you said with the offensive weaponry that he has. He can pull up, pull up, and shoot over anybody. He's he's the best scorer I've seen in my generation. Of course, I'm only 22 years old, but like in all my years of watching basketball, he's the best scorer I've seen for sure. Yeah, but the thing about Larry Bird, him and Magic saved the NBA in a time yes. where they really needed. Mm-hmm. So he gets. I wouldn't say he gets glorified because he's earned everything that he, he's gotten. But he gets put up a little bit higher because of that. Him mm-hmm. and Matthew, he, um, I know I don't – because I don't want to be that controversial guy for the old head to be like, what is he talking about? He never <laughs> seen Larry Bird in his life. He's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. But just seeing Kevin Durant – I've seen him in person. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen him a few times in person. Mm-hmm. But seeing him is just crazy. Like, that man – scores wherever he wants to whenever he wants to and to me he's the best scorer of all time for sure i i can't argue with you there i remember i got ripped up for saying he was a top five best scorer of all time and i think that's a no-brainer in my opinion i think he's top you know top three top two but i i just gotta go larry bird just because of all the the greatness he had with the celtics so for sure yeah for sure so my last one this one is for the grizzly friends like you and coop all right let's do it Paul Gasol or Mark Gasol? Who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Mark just because, pal, like, 
lead before Mark Casal, people forget Pau Casal. If you really know your Grizzly shit, like we were zero and sixteen in the playoffs with him, like yeah. and like he was a part of that. We got swept every year. He wasn't like he he wasn't in four series because I think we he only played like one or two series with us. But like, dude couldn't even win like one one playoff game. And I feel like Mark, he kind of. Even though, like, the Grizzlies were never that great. Like, they were, like, three, four, five seed every year. But I think Mark, he did win a defensive player of the year. LeBron James claims he stole it from him, which, you know, I'm not opposed to. LeBron James can say what he want. But Marcus saw I'm taking him over his brother any day. So, me being a Laker fan, and he was there <laughs> for yeah. our chips for sure. Yeah. Uh, this It's very hard. Um, mm-hmm. Mark... I would say he had a better career, like individually. Mm-hmm. But Powell, he was just—he was that second guy that Kobe needed to get him over the hump for all those bad years he had um, after Shaq left. Uh, dang, I'm gonna go Powell just because you picked Mark. <laughs> yeah, Powell, his post moves were nice and smooth for sure. That European basketball translated to the U.S. and to the league for sure. Exactly, and they're both two great brothers. I mean, whenever they tipped off in the All Star game, that was just historic. You you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. Yeah, but Mark, he was for a while. He was a top two center with him and him versus Dwight for sure, because that grid and grind era um, of Zebo, him and Mark, and um, Tony Allen and um, Mike Conley for sure. Mm -hmm. They um they basically kind of changed the way um the how basketball trajectory was going. They kept it old school and you have to bang down low with us. We had two monsters down low who didn't really care what you said. We're we're going to bang down low and we're going and up top we're going to play dirty too. Like we defense was Grizzlies history after mm-hmm. beginning because of what they started in um like 1990 or whatever. Yeah. They, like what when they well, it was like yeah, when they started the Vancouver Grizzlies or Yeah, it was in the late 90s. Yeah, late 90s. And it basically, Memphis probably wouldn't be in Memphis right now if that grit and grind era wasn't, didn't ever happen. Because I remember they're they like, maybe um Memphis should go back to Vancouver and we have another Canadian team. Oh, yeah. I remember that talk. It was, you know, especially after the Sonics and everything and left Seattle, go back to Seattle. Vegas was still a thing back then, too. So, yeah, I, I'm super <laughs> thankful for Mark for sure. But, Anyways, I, I get the cash is calling, Bryce. Like, I understand it. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Bro. I'm playing. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm t- definitely taking Mark. I don't blame you for taking power one bit, bro. But let's get into everything that this video is about, and that is ranking these top five Western Conference teams going into the 2022-2023 NBA season. I had a lot of fun doing these. I kept the bias out of it. Actually, the, my bias is all the way out of it. So if you can believe that, my number five team is the Dallas Mavericks. Number four is the Denver Nuggets. Number three is the Phoenix Suns. My number two team is the Los Angeles Clippers. And my number one Western Conference team going into next year, is the defending world champion, Golden State Warriors. Bryce, I know you probably disagree with me, at least on one thing. What are your... How do you how do you grade my rankings? What do you think? Um, I like them. Honestly, if Jaron wasn't injured for like half the season, I would be like, "You're." 
I wouldn't say you're tripping, but I'm like, hey, I'm I'm putting the Grizzlies over the Mavs for sure. Mm-hmm. It's because we don't know what the Mavs are going to look like next year because they lost Jalen Brunson, but they gained Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. Maybe Luca has a better season without Jalen Brunson and has a, a pretty re- reliable big man down low. So I, I like your I like um I like your rankings, but the Clippers for me. Mm-hmm. They're they're a big question mark. Yeah, so I, I might have to put them at five and put Dallas a little bit higher at four. Okay, heard heard. Yeah, I, I I'm I knew you'd be low on the Clippers too. And the Dallas thing, yeah, I get it. Like people in Memphis be probably screaming at me right now, but I I know they lost Jalen Brunson, but Christian Woods massive. Luca's gonna get better in his fourth year or his fifth year, excuse me. And I'm just giving them respect. I mean, they did just make the conference finals, so I was like. My Grizzlies, man, without Jaron Jackson for God knows how long and who knows what he's going to look like when he comes back um, with DeAnthony Melton gone, with Kyle Anderson gone, uh, I'm really, really concerned going into next year. I think we're still going to make the playoffs, no problem. I'm not that low on them. I just, right now, they're not a top five Western Conference team, in my opinion. Hey, maybe big boy Kenny Lofton could get some playing time because um, Triple J is not there. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd love to see that too. I'd be showtime for sure. What he did against Chet was criminal. I I will ever, I will forever hold on to that. Especially (laughs) on next Zebo right there for sure. Yeah, that'd be nice. Zebo with a little movement to him for sure. But um, you do you disagree with anything like about the Warriors? Because I think, in my opinion, they're my like title favorite for next year. Do you do you you agree with that? All they really lost, they lost some um, bench players where and. They have they had bench players that they didn't even play. Like exactly. they didn't play Kaminga or Moses Moody in the finals. So mm-hmm. I think they're they could be a slot for number one for sure. Yeah. The loss for Gary Payton at first really concerned me because I'm like, oh, he was he was big for them. I know that he was hurt a little bit in the playoffs, but then then I saw the DiVincenzo thing. I'm like, that kind of balances out. And I feel like you still have Steph, you still have Clay, still have Dre and Kaminga and Moody, two guys you mentioned. They're going to have it. They're going to get better. And also, I mean, a guy we know very well in James Wiseman coming back. So I think the the Warriors are going to be just fine, bro. Do you, um, do you think, um, James Wiseman takes that five spot from Kevon Looney or do you, um, do you think he coming off the bench and being that backup center? I think he's going to definitely start off there. I don't, you know, if, if that happens, it'll probably be midway through the year. But I think I see Kevon Looney starting there through the playoffs and everything, just because he's been there for so long and he's won so many championships with them. Even though he's not the you know greatest player, but like I I just feel like giving the nod to Kevon. How do you feel about it? Well, when they drafted um Wiseman, I was like, this is a perfect big for that team. He can play that small ball role and run up and down the court because he's an athletic big. But Kevon Looney, um, he he played good. Um. This is what we yeah what we see from James Wiseman when he comes back because he right now he's stamped as a buzz because he really hadn't played and really hadn't showed for when he played how good he is and how good we know he is. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like summer league was a little bit promising for Wiseman. Kavon Looney earned that contract. Like they he he forced the hand for the Warriors to pay him, and I think that. I think he's going to be right, you know, back the same Kevon Looney that he is. And we'll see with the whole Draymond situation. I think that's really something to keep an eye on. 
if yeah. you know these extensions talks start to heat up, I can see him blowing some steam off on the podcast, and I'm sure that's going to go over well with his agent and you know the organization. <laughs> so it's definitely going to be that's really the only piece of drama that the Warriors have. The Clippers, just like you said, bro, they are a question mark still. I got to see it, but my God, with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, excluding the John Wall thing, I don't even care what he is, but with Kawhi and Paul George on the same team, I'm, I got to throw them up there. Phoenix, I think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be as good as last year, but I think they're, I mean, they're running it back with DA, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I think they'll be fine. How do you feel about Phoenix? Um, Don't see them winning the championship at all. Just because they had their chance and Mm -hmm. the West has just gotten better. Like, Mm -hmm. Especially a Kawhi looking like Goku coming out the chamber for sure. Uh, my <laughs> God, he was ripped up, wasn't he? My God, bro, he looks like freaking Giannis. Speaking of Giannis, yeah. did you see him in Greece in that exhibition game? No, I did not. What oh happened? My gosh, well, he had like thirty-one points in like twenty minutes with probably I think ten rebounds and like eight, six, eight assists or something. He's Damn. been tearing it up over there. And he he might be able to carry that team into a FIBA championship. I don't, I don't know if they play on that this year or not, but he yeah. might be able to carry that team and put Greece on the map. Oh, for sure. And from the Milwaukee front, man, Chris Middleton being back. Yeah. I'm high on them in the East. But next week when we do the when I do the top five Eastern conference season. I'm going to have you come with the list too. Cause right. I, I knew you was working today. I was trying to get it, get it easy on you, but I got to have like, and we don't talk and we'll compare them next week. So y'all stay tuned for that. But yeah, my East Milwaukee is going to be up there for sure. Yeah, for sure. But the West is making me nervous, man. How do you think your Lakers are going to finish? Um, I want to say a four or five seed of LeBron and AD healthy. We, we have defense now, so we don't really have to worry about that as much. Mm-hmm. We could surprise some people and make it that top three seed for sure. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on who's healthy and who's um who's not. Yeah, we'll see. Do you like Darvin Ham? How do you how do you feel about him? Um, he's a players coach for sure. Mm-hmm. He's been there. He he knows how to talk to those guys. I feel like he's a great coach for us because he won't LeBron won't let LeBron. Most people say he will. LeBron's going to be the coach and the GM forever. But I feel like he won't let LeBron just slack off on defense mm-hmm. and make him play like a younger LeBron, I guess, mm-hmm. and still load management type of stuff. And we have a good coach for the team we have, and he's not afraid to put Russ on the bench and be like, hey, you, it's the best for our team. And if you ever want to win a championship, this is what you're going to have to do if you want to play for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I, Darvin Ham, I feel like he said everything right, and I think he's handled the Russ situation perfect. If that's just talk, then it's just talk. I don't. I mean, he obviously hasn't proven anything. They haven't played basketball yet, but as far as a press front, he's handled it all perfectly. So I think hopefully he can, um, you know, steer that team in the right direction. It's going to be a very, very tall task with all the drama that surrounded them. But I could see them. I mean, four or five seed. I could see that happening. I'd probably say, unfortunately, play in probably seven or eight, but, you know, we'll see because, you know, you never know. With You got LeBron James on your team. You always got a shot to do anything, and that's much less a one seed with LeBron James yeah. on your team, so for sure. But, Bryce, you got anything else for us today? Well, I've been – I've been watching Arkansas. They're um, overseas in Spain right now. Oh, I see. oh, okay. 
And one of the big prospects coming out to draft next year, most likely, Nick mm. Smith, he had 17 today. Mm. I'm saying, um, watch out for my boys in, in Northwest Arkansas. They're, they're going to be a problem this year. Yep, dude, okay, I believe it. Dude, Arkansas, I feel like they go under the radar every year. Yeah. And they end up somehow in the final four. Like y'all are just good every year. And I don't know how And football season coming up. My God, I can't wait to watch KJ Jefferson, bro. So don't, I can't even get started on Arkansas right now. <laughs> you, yeah. you deserve it. Especially at, uh, after these past couple of years, but y'all's basketball team has been good for a long time now. Oh yeah. Now we have length and, and we have the athleticism last year. We didn't have, we only had one big man that could play down low. And that's why we lost to Duke Duke. Exactly. But now we have like so many forwards and so many centers. We have a really good team. Three McDonald's All-Americans. That's crazy. And, uh, also look out for Anthony Black. He's hey, that's Kay Cunningham, second coming. Hey, he's, he's from around the same area. So mm-hmm. hey, we'll we'll see. But I can't wait till we get to draft or I know you probably want me to have like a little mock draft and see what's going on when, the, yeah. when college basketball starts. So, hey, y'all look out for that. Oh, yeah. Bryce, I know you're going to be paying attention to college basketball. We'll be talking about prospects all through the NBA season uh, whenever you join and stuff. And then next summer when it's time for the draft, we'll have our shit together. And, you know, the YouTube channel will be here. So we're going to have everything yeah. uh, going. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up, Bryce. It was so, so fun as always. And thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe for more content. Bryce, I hope you yeah, have a great day. Put some, put some um, messages down there. We want to see what y'all think about this too. Yes. Hey, I, hey I'm in I'm in the um, messages. We, we, we there. We in like, the chat. Hey. Yes. I love when y'all comment. I love when y'all comment. Samuel, he's been on my stuff lately. That dude knows what he's talking about for sure. So, yeah, be sure to leave something in the live chat. We there. We're going to talk with you. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Bryce, hope you have a great, great night, my friend. You too.